This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant, the DM, and I am live here with Austin Brady, Mordecai and Adia, twin soul apostates, Cody Smith, Space Pirate Grundle, John Cayley, Mr. Goy, the butcher of all things, and Tyrell Nye. Don't uh, spoil it. Tevi and the Dark Couple Sniper. Last week was crazy. A recap's not going to do it justice. Definitely go back and listen to episode 16. It's one of our better episodes. Just to get us caught up, though, uh, the prisoners got their audience with Gerdo, the first frog, and he told the story of his awakening and how the war between fish and frog began. He also revealed that the first fish, Lucifer, had some sort of dark power that made him immensely stronger. The characters did not recognize it, but the players know it was the str- same strange voice that offered the original crew power from the Ender Captain Solomon. They set off to kill Lucifer and end the war. In the insane, wild magic surge-filled battle, Tevian's ability, the Reckoning, backfired, and Tevian was killed. Lucifer was destroyed by an OPTL flare and in his dying breath begged Mordecai to silence the voice from the tomb. So to set the scene, uh, it is not any less crazy than you remember. These god lasers have just scorched the earth. Uh, These different squares that you have used the flare stickers on are scorched and completely unlivable. Mordecai, you just witnessed Lucifer take its last breath and uh, beg you, make the petition to you. And you, Mordecai, I believe would have been the only one to actually see Tevian disappear. The guy, Grundle, I mean, you guys are surrounded by dead bodies, dead fish, just kind of coming off of the heat of battle here. Mordecai, what do you do? I'm going to take Lucifer's staff and just beeline it to the spot where Tevian's guns fell. And I'm going to kind of drop down on on my knees, uh, propping myself with Adia, and I'm going to pick up the revolver. So Grundle and Guy, you guys would see his weapons there on the ground. I would say there's probably just one single feather that has fallen to the ground. I uh, I think Grundle would follow, his eyes would follow Mordecai as he runs across the field there, and trudging over, he would just kind of realize what happened and pick that feather up. Oh, no. He was, he was just here just a second ago, and I don't, I don't understand. Mr. Goy's going to get a over, look over at them. He's going to start to piece some stuff together, and he's going to walk over, grab Sal by his, the back of his neck, and just come back over to the group as they're talking. Grundle touches the gun. Oh, no. This thing killed him. Sal just kind of, shakes his head. I'm really sorry about your friend, guys. He, uh, guess he kind of kept saying that only only one of y'all was gonna survive this. I, maybe that's what he meant. Gonna kind of, like, take a, uh, you know, a, a excess cloth from one of the, 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 the cleaner bodies around here and wrap up all of, uh, Tevian's guns, um, and hand them to Mr. Goy and, uh, Ask him to hold on to him until we can figure out a 
good place to uh, bury them, perhaps. We should get rid of them. They're cursed. No, no. Don't think in such simple things. There's obviously some risk that goes with these. Grundle starts openly sobbing at this point. They're cursed! They're cursed! Throw them away! I don't want to be around them! As you guys start to, as you guys uh, process that, uh, Sal makes his way up to a little, uh, to the clearing where you guys entered. Uh, he bops some numbers into his uh, Vitacom, his little wrist communicator, and a small capsule shoots from out of the sky and plants into the ground next to him. He opens up the capsule and has a big stack of papers and he walks over to you guys and he says, well, I mean, I, I guess that's that. Uh, do you guys want to, guys want to make this official? What? Yeah, I, I, pardons. I've got, I've got pardons for you guys. We're done. Yeah. I mean, that was the job, right? Grundle looks at you guys. We're done. I think so. No. No. What do you mean now? Can't be done. Well, I mean, you're not like done. With your life, you've got so much ahead of you, Grundle, and you got a clean slate. You can do do good good things out in the world. Now you know, and I know, that's one hell of a lie. We're not, I mean, look at us. But thank you. What are you talking about? You guys have not done, I've, I've been very surprised by the code of ethics that you guys have. I know you have it in you. And he starts to uh, fill out the paper. He says, all right, uh. Grundle, um, I guess that's just that's your only name, all all capital letters. Uh, can you can you just put a little X right here? And he holds out a paper that he has signed. Yeah, Grundle kind of sniffles and <laughs> signs it with an X. And he does the same for uh, Mister Goy. Does the same for Mordecai. And he says, "All right, uh, well, I guess it's unfortunate." And he. You know, uh, tucks away Tevian's pardon. Uh, he signs Nabby's pardon. And then he says, Billy, Billy. He like looks up at you guys. He's like, what's, what's a, what's a Billy, Billy boom. And he like looks off into the distance and you see him like just completely like his brain zaps for a moment. And then you see a dwarven engineer type looking character come out of the jungle. And you don't know why you know, but you know that he just, like, fought off, like, an undead T-Rex during this battle. And you just look at him for a second. Billy, you can tell by the looks on their faces that they've forgotten you again. So tell me how you react to that and what they see. <laughs> um, so what you see is a dwarf in the middle of his long dwarven life, um, scarred, gnarled, dented, dinged, rusted, um, in a full array of mechanical gear whizzing parts that covers his armor and a massive like battle pack, steel caging battle pack. And yeah, covered in plants and gore and other uh, stuff. And he just says, oh, blimey. You telling me you still don't remember me? Who's this guy? You guys have this like flash of like 
like a montage of all these like quick memories like coming back to you all at once. You remember Billy Boom like falling out of the shuttle when you guys crash landed. Remember Billy Boom getting grabbed and hurled into like the sea by the sea breeze dragon. You remember a awakened tree dragging Billy Boom into like the forest when you guys were attacking the weather station. And you remember that there was a wild magic surge. And every time that you're not looking at Billy Boom on Pagara, you forget who Billy Boom is. And you know that Billy Boom has had a very bad week. I forgot about you again. I'm getting real frustrated with this damned island. I'll tell you much. We gotta go. I'm wit. Did you? Holy shit. You do all this? Well, is this a trick? What's going on? I don't oh, You don't remember Billy yet? I do, but... Uh, but I don't. Why? Where's Birdface? Oh, no. Well, we didn't forget about him, if that's what you're asking. Um, we have his guns. He didn't make it. Damn shame. It's a good shot. Well, is this the fish we're supposed to kill? We done? Yeah, we're done. We're done. Mordecai holds up the staff. Yeah. <laughs> Good boys. Hey, Sal, where's my paper? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, right here. And he he signs it and holds it out to you. And and Billy signs Vornin Broken Crown on the paper. All right. Well, I mean, so so Sal, are these devices in our bodies now inert? Uh, no. No, not yet. You're legally free to go, but I do, you know, obviously gotta gotta get you off the planet. And I've been told not to not to deactivate those until I'm safe. Uh, not that I don't trust you guys, hundred percent. Uh, just just following protocol. Mister Goy just glares at Mordecai. Next time you think of being suicidal with all of our lives, don't. And then he grabs Sal and just starts to walk back towards the fish people. I mean, the, the frog people's town. Do I need to go in your pack now? <laughs> He's just has him by the back of his shirt, just carrying him along. Hey, nose picker or butt, butt sniffer. Where is he? Sniffman. Didn't we leave him somewhere around here? Where is he? There are little ways back. Yeah. He's, he's digging truffles out of a tree trunk. I'm going to like <laughs> grab him by his underoos and yank him out. Yeah. Hey, you guys ready to ready to ready to ready to get out of here? Almost. Almost. Why, why almost? Bruno, you walk behind me. I don't want you forgetting who I am again. Okay. How come? I, I think there was somebody named Billy in our party. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. Oh, shit. It's Billy. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> what, what do you mean almost? I, I, you guys, you said you just needed a quick stop. I'm, this is starting to get a little ridiculous. We gotta tie up some loose ends. Okay. And then we're gonna get your ship and leave. Nabby kind of pulls you aside Mordecai and says what do you what do you plan on doing we have to silence the voice within the tomb hmm. how about I take our friend Pete here and get his ship and then we'll come pick you guys up hey, she's a smart lass Mr. Goy is gonna turn around and look at him well if you want to turn into a pile of goo that sounds like a fine plan to me if you don't I would recommend continuing with us 500 meters is Pretty pretty good distance. I think we'll be okay. Oh, 
where's this where's the parking garage compared to the frog town pete hasn't traveled far because his where he was staying would have been you know within walking distance of where the fish camp is okay they should be fine i just didn't want nabby to get goofied by not thinking straight i i appreciate that (laughs) guy i really appreciate that it's exactly 499 meters away i'll be careful <laughs> I mean, if you would have just let me break them in the first place, but you're all scared your head's gonna blow off. Did that happen? Yeah, I mentioned it a couple times. I guess it did. Shit. All right. And so they, uh, Nabby and Pete travel back with you for a ways. Um, and then they split off once you guys get to the near the fish town, Frog Town. Frogtown, my bad. There would have been one night of camping. I don't think we need to do our survival checks and all that fun stuff, but was there be any anything you guys do that night? I'm going to craft some potions. For sure. I think Mordecai uh, and Adia are, you know, like standing by the fire and trying to find the right words to talk about, like, basically the day. You know, like Tevian going out and and forging this kind of like goal this ideal you know and you know like trying to say something sentimental about it and just being kind of lost for words i think as as an ender they're they're very used to the idea of just you know like dying and that's it you know i don't think there's you know, like once your life is gone, it's on to the next one, right? Like it's it's just boom, 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 boom. Um, but like this is probably the first like funerary feeling that Mordecai has ever felt. Val would, you know, try to pat you on the back and console you a little bit. Hand me his papers. Oh, okay. He pulls out uh, the pardon that had Tevian's name on it. Hey, folks. Do you think Tevian would want to be pardoned? Or do you think Tevian would want to live infamously? Oh, that boy's as infamous as that boy's as infamous as they come. Thal looks up at you and like is startled for a moment and then it's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, oh, for Christ's sake. Tevian wasn't done. He wasn't done yet. What do you mean? He was out there trying to judge people still. He had a job to do. Just like we did until you made us sign that paper. Now I'm unemployed. <laughs> we weren't paying you anyways, Grundle. <laughs> what? I don't understand. All right, Grundle, don't worry. Me and you got plenty more work to do. Don't you, oh, geez. Don't you fret. Can't sneak up on people like that, Billy. We always forget that you're here. And oh, Anyway. I really hope this goes away when we leave this planet. If not, who's Billy? Grundle's gonna be a smurf and no one's ever gonna remember who I am. Oh, do you think that'll go away when we leave here? Not a chance. And uh, Mordecai tosses Tevian's pardons in the fire and lets him die in infamy. Rest in dust, dear Tevian. All right, so uh, Nabby and Pete depart. Pete and Nabby and Talak head off to get pete's ship uh how are you guys going about entering the frog camp i would say you'd still welcome like they would still open the gate for you and so on and so forth i'll go 
go tell the man the deed is done, right? Yeah, yeah, straight up to uh, our big boy. He is where you left him. He looks like he's finished his book and has started a new one. He is, uh, again, kind of, you know, dog ears his book and sets it down when you approach and sees Lucifer's staff. Uh, You see a pang of sadness wash over him. And he says, so it is actually done then. He was much more himself at the very end. He apologized. And I I hand him the staff. He looks at you as you hold it out for a moment. And after an uncomfortable bit of silence, he does reach out, take it, and sets it next to him. And he says, well, I suppose I'll have to take your word on that. Where's your friend, Arakoa? Same place, I suppose. Mm, That's unfortunate. I rather liked him. So did I. He was a agreeable fellow. I don't know if I would say he was agreeable. Oh, but he made plenty of things to dissect for me. I found him quite agreeable. I don't like that word. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't care for that. Could you use a different word? Obliterate. What's a a good synonym for agreeable? Uh, (laughs) Dismantle. Dismantle's a good one. Dismantle, yes. I rather like dismantle. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate your offering, and I will remember the offices of intergalactic treaties and their alliance and their assistance with our cause. And I promise that that will be very good for you and your people when the frogs rise. And he, I mean, picks back up his book. Well, I guess we should go meet up with the others. Oh, no. Oh, no? We got... We got work to do still. Oh, did Mordecai actually tell us about the last wishes of Lucifer? Uh, I I will regale them now, uh, talking about the voice and needing to quell it within the temple. And I'm also going to uh, remind me of his name again. What's Big Boy Frog's name? Gerdo. Gerdo. Or the ancient one. I'm going to put my, my hand on Gerdo's shoulder and I'm going to say, Keep in mind, if you're going to burn like a star, remember that they're all going out right about now. You might want to slow your roll. I don't know if that's a good phrase. It's dangerous out there. Well, I guess I would argue that your kind aren't exactly doing the best job of stopping any of that, are you? Oh, he's got a point there. Yeah, that is true. We do suck at that. (laughs) I think he would actually maybe, like, almost super critical insight role, he might almost crack a smile at that. (laughs) Mind if we go smash a voice in your temple? My temple? What do you mean? Uh, I'm going to point Adia at the the temple behind him. He turns and looks at the the stone, the smooth stone structure, and he looks back at you and he just says, "I, I I don't think anyone can descend into there. Oh, you'd be surprised. Been in a lot of places people said you can't descend into stands up and walks to the entrance and holds his hand out and it almost looks like a mime you see an entrance and a stairwell down and it looks like he has his hand like on a, a, a wall and he says how how would you enter oh well for me uh there's a door right there does look like a door to, way to me 
Yeah, definitely Dell right there. He kind of steps back and looks at you quizzically. I mean, it's right here. Yeah, no, I mean, he's like standing aside. He's like, oh. fucking show me what the fuck you're talking about. I grundle walks in like this. He like starts when he hears your voice and like looks and he's just like, I, I don't understand. Perhaps it was not meant for me. Well, we hear that. You seem oddly cool with a giant man just walking through the wall. So, uh, I'll just slip right past you there. <laughs> and Mordecai just like dips into the wall. Yeah. So, I mean, he watches you guys and he seems a little bit in awe and he holds out his hand and it looks like he's running it against like a wall. But again, it, it almost looks like he's miming to you guys. Is he, is he messing with us? You did say it already gave you your gift of knowledge and evolution. Hi, we find anything that looks like it'd be great for a big frogman like yourself, we'll bring it right to you. I need to think on this. Or are you do that? Go in. Yeah. You walk down this stairway and you find yourself in a stone temple almost. It is so quiet that it's almost like overwhelming. Like you've stopped hearing all the noises from the bugs and from the jungle. And it's like, now you hear like Grundle grinding his teeth a little bit. And like, you hear your own like breathing and swallowing and huffing. And it's just, it's so silent in here. Everyone can give me a history check. Ooh. Uh, critical 24. Holy shit. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to Pagara, Bobby. Billy. Bobby. Billy. 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 Okay. That's going to be Billy. He started this character as Bobby. Okay. Billy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Do you don't roll a wild magic surge, Grundle? You huh? grow seven inches. What? And you're green again. Oh, I love it in here. The silence is so nice. <laughs> nice. Did you get shorter, Grundle? What? No. I swear you're shorter, shorter now. What? I'm 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 fucking with you. Come on. Oh. <laughs> so the wild magic surges do not do anything here. And Billy, I mean, you're a dwarf, right? So you yeah. probably know some people from the Artificers Guild. It would make sense. And you just have this thought. You're just like, I, I think this is a lost ruin. Like I think this is where people come to like treasure dive and find cool artifacts and like there's probably some cool tech in here. Oh, I've heard of places like this. I've never seen one, but, you know, there's these, uh, these folk. They don't exist anymore, or at least we haven't seen them in a long time. Left all kinds of crazy tech and ruins. The Artificer Guild always trying to find them. Rooks come across every once in a while, you know, but this could be a real haul, boys. Be careful, though, because I uh, hear uh, there's all kinds of shit that can kill you. Good to know. In front of you, you see a white smooth stone pedestal you see three gongs and they are made of iron and then you see uh several stone pathways hmm. Hmm. what was this then some sort of puzzle huh i like gongs what's this again that is a white stone pedestal jutting out of the ground about two feet high it's like at your waist can i inspect it yeah, uh, describe to me how you inspect it. I'm going to walk up and I'm going to just kind of uh, rub, like run my hands up the side of it looking for like 
any grooves or indents or uh, switches of any sort on it or wording maybe that I might find. So Grundle was kind of like looking around and as you touch it, Grundle, you are you are instantly back at Billy's side. Just instantly teleported back there. It's a little disconcerting. I mean, I like you, buddy, but you don't have to be so close. I wasn't. I was over here looking down this hallway. Uh, Billy kind of quirks an eyebrow and then touches the thing again. And Grundle is right next to you again. (laughs) That's a good trick. I like that. That's nice. Well, um, how much I like it. Okay. Well, that is curious. How's that help us here? I'm is it just me? Mr. Goy's gonna walk up and tap uh, the nearest gong. Just with his finger. Like enough to make a noise? Yes, just enough to make a noise. You and Mordecai are deafened. It is the loudest sounding thing that you've ever heard. and You can no longer hear anything. Wow. Mordecai, because you're standing so close to it. Yeah. Uh, Mordecai's gonna cover their ears and kind of like stumble about trying to move away from those things. And as he's moving this way, uh, is there a thing that I know? I'm seeing in front of me, there there are some coves. Mm-hmm. There are some little stone coves. And one very long stone cove. Perhaps a hallway. Yep, the hallway. All right. <laughs> I'm going to dip into one of these coves and see if there's anything that I can see here. Yeah, give me a perception check. Perception. That is a 22 on perception. Yeah, uh, you see just this, there's just the smallest gap between the floor and the ceiling. And you look at the wall in front of you and the wall to your right. And like you imagine that this this probably rotate kind of like a like a hotel door roundabout thingy, whatever those are called. Spinning doors, spinning roundabout hotel door thingies revolving. A revolving door. Okay. Uh, can I tentatively push it? I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the the spoke that's that's pointing outwards mm-hmm. and kind of push it to the right so that like I'm not going into unknown territory here. I'm just kind of nothing happens. Seeing if it budges does not budge. Okay. I'm going to Billy fumbles around uh, on his belt for a second and then he's oh there it is. Uh, I don't know if this will help, but and uh, a little um, a little like cylinder slides straight up out of his battle pack and then opens to like almost like a little satellite and then starts to spin slowly doing like a UV light in a circle around him. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it seems like uh, there might be some tricky tricksters down here. This will make sure we see anything that needs to be seen. That gives him 30 feet of true sight. Uh, Mordecai, obviously, you don't hear a word of that. And neither do you, Mr. Goy. What? Huh? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You don't see anything in particular using that right now. Okay. Billy. So when the the tablet was touched, Grundle appeared to their side. You all would have. Grundle just happened to be wandering about. Uh, since everybody's wandering about, can I touch the tablet and see if everybody zips back to me? Everybody zips back to you, and you and Mr. Goy are no longer deaf. Whoa. Oh. Holy shit, it's a reset button. All right. Billy's going to walk up and kick this gong. 
you are deaf and you hear the uh, revolving door. It rotates one notch clockwise. Does he hear it? He doesn't hear it. <laughs> the, <laughs> three do we? You, the three of you, he sees it. The three of you hear it. Oh, I, I, I think I heard something. Over the here. gong is still really loud for you, but it doesn't quite deafen you. Oh. Is it open? Is it some sort of door? The revolving Curious. door rotates. You guys are being so careful. Not that mean. Come on. Did it rotate yeah. open though? Did it ro- is it like open? It rotated, but it's not open, right? Because it just it's just Oh, I just went one thing. Right? Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Keep rotating. Stand it there, I'm gonna kick it again. Mr. Goyce, this is the first time he's seen the the, the door. He's standing in there. He was just kind of deaf and looking at it earlier. Yeah, Grundle walks into it. Mordecai. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. 1d10 psychic damage the second you step into that hallway. Oh, damn. You take two damage. Oh, my brain. My big gooey brain. Not that hallway! The one with the thingy! It's just a loud screeching noise that pierces into your intellect and hurts you, is what that is. Fuck. Well, Mr. is gonna go stand on the left side of the door, the rotating door. Kick the gong again. Uh, Mordecai and Grundle are scooted over to the left side, and Mr. Goy, you are scooted inside. Oh! Alright, Mr. Goy is going to step out of the way, the reach of the revolving door. Uh, it is dead silent in there, Mr. Goy. You can't hear anyone on the other side. Uh, Mr. Goy, you see these uh, floating stone little hallways, and you just see endless darkness below. Hmm. Has Has he kicked the door at all? Has it spun? Is it still spinning? I, uh, it it uh, spun one time, and he has not done it again. Mordecai and Grundle are just, were scooted over to the left-hand side. You were scooted in. Hmm. Oh, I'll kick it again! I'm, Mr. Goy is going to step back into the door thingy. I'll kick it again for the other two to go in. So Mr. Goy is scooted back into the room with you, uh, and Grundle and Mordecai are both scooted in. Mr. Guy! Yeah, you have no idea where Mr. Guy is. He's just <laughs> gone. Mr. Guy's gonna grab Billy, like, tap on his shoulder since he's deaf right huh? now. And he's gonna move him down to the next gong. Oh. And then, like, sh- like, like, show him one finger. Oh. So, like, to try to okay! illustrate one kick on the gong. Mordecai and Grendel, you hear the gong sound from the other side, and the second column of platforms... Rotate one time clockwise. All right, then he's going to tap back on Billy's shoulder and then move him back to the other gong and go step towards the spinny thingies. Oh, not this one. Yes, back to the... He he brought you back to the first set of gong, the one that does the spinny door. I kick it again. Okay, Mr. Guy, you are yoinked in, and the first two pillars both rotate once clockwise. Hmm. Do the the other two react at all when Mr. Goy reappears? That's just my question. They apparently don't give a shit about you. <laughs> I mean, you're you're here. I mean, I was gone. You guys followed me through, and I expected the big guy to have some sort of reaction. Yeah, I'm. I was really confused about this thing spinning over here. I didn't notice you sneak up on me. Well, this is way beyond Grendel's like level of comfort. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, big fella. You want to help out? Yeah. I'm, Try to solve this I, puzzle. Now, where's Mordecai? 
He's walking on the edge over there. Oh, there he is. Uh, yeah. I think the middle one needs to turn. I think I could jump it. I just had him, uh, I just had Billy kick the middle one and it moved this bit. So maybe we should try the last one. Which two exactly moved? Was it so, this one and this one? When you kicked the middle one, this one moved. But when you kicked the one to come back in, this one moved. The one on the left moved when you came in. Middle moved when you kicked the one. Huh. So I want to move. So for the listeners at home, we're looking at two like S shape hallway things. Uh, and they're, they're basically like four corners that every time we hit a gong corresponding with the column that they're in, they rotate 90 degrees. And so we're trying to make like a, a little wiggle shape to get all the way across. I'll post a screenshot on our Facebook and Twitter. Check it out. Yeah. And then imagine that old game. Pipe, Billy's like, going to touch the pipe. pillar. What's he doing? Touch the pillar. The reset pillar? Yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone is yoinked back. You are no longer deaf, Bobby Boom. God damn it, Billy Boom. <laughs> I want you, Billy. Everything resets. Oh, hi. I got bored. Is it cool in there? They're like magic and treasure. Well, yeah, yeah, something like that. There's just two big hallway rocks. That's really lame. I was hoping it'd be something better. Well, it seems that this first gong rotates this spinning door and maybe one of the pathways. Okay. The second gong. And we have yet to test the third one. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I want to go back in. So we put you all back in there. Uh, I kick this one to get you in, and then I'll kick the second one, and then I'll kick the third one. And then can you go back, and then after that, kick the first one again, and do it in a repeated process, like every ten seconds, maybe. Okay. So we can get an idea on. I'm the timing you. I'm straight timing you for ten seconds. <laughs> you okay. have to move your tokens. All right. Hey, what you you gotta you gotta be over here. Oh. Okay. And and Billy, after say a minute or two minutes, your choice, re- press the reset button and we'll discuss what's happened. Okay. I'm gonna kick ten seconds, kick, ten seconds, kick, correct? Yes. And then All right. start again at the first to then second and then third. And then reset after then two reset. rounds. Okay. All right. Ready? Here we go, blokes. He kicks it. Bobby, you are deafened. Mr. Gore Grundle and Mordecai, you are yoinked in. All right. Kick the second one. Kick the second one. Okay. The column's rotating. I kick the third one. Okay. The column's rotating. Hmm. I kick the first one again. Okay. The column's rotating. I kick the second one again. Okay. The columns rotate. I kick the last one again. Okay. Columns rotate. I hit the reset button. Okay. All right. We all get pulled back. Okay. So number two got hit twice. Yes. They all got hit twice. Yeah. Hit them all twice. Wait, first, second, third, first, second, third. Trying to remember what the third second set was like at the beginning. <laughs> we need to do that again, but don't reset it and hit the last one one more time. Okay. So, one, two, three. One, two, three, three. Right? Yeah, I think. I, I think it's okay to just do one, one, two, two, three, three, three. One, one, two, two, three, three, three. But how do we get you in? Oh, I don't know. Well, I've had a thought about that. Maybe there's a reset button on the other side. 
looking from the platform here, do I see the gongs from the other side across the gap? No. Okay. You do see up in the top right corner, there's another door that is revolving, just like the one you came in. I forgot to mention Oh, that. my Lord. Did that revolve at all when the things were hit? Or would we have when he hit that? the third one, it revolved. Really? Maybe only one of us needs to get through, and maybe there's another. Maybe they're not reset buttons, but recall buttons. Yeah, okay. We'll try it. I'll just keep hitting three until you port me over. If that's the truth. <laughs> if that's a real thing. All right. But if in five minutes we don't call you, hit the reset call. Fair enough. Our pillar. Fair enough. All right. Boys, ready? We're doing one, one, two, two, and then just hit, keep hitting the three. Yep. Everyone hops on, rides it around, and then you guys get to the revolving door. Kick it a fourth time. And then you guys are on the other side. Woo. Do we see a pillar at all? No. Oh, it's that hallway, I think. Is there anything else? Uh, in, in investigation? Gonna, Mr. Gomez yeah. investigate Roll. the area. Look to see if there's anything. Technically, that'd be a perception roll. Oh, would it be a perception? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, since you don't know what you're looking for. You don't <laughs> find anything. Well, don't find anything. <laughs> Wait, did Mordecai say anything when he took damage trying to go down this hallway? He said, my brain. <laughs> my gooey brain. Hmm. My soft, fleshy, pink I'm gonna goo ball. up here real quick. Just because I'm like now just waiting alone and bored. So I'm like coming to see yeah. what all the brain hurt was about over here. Yeah. I feel brain hurts. No. Cool. Okay. So Billy's going to keep walking. Oh. Hey. Hey. Rundle, you take 1d10 psychic damage when you step into the hallway. My fleshy brain. <laughs> Six damage to Grundle. Why did we just take this hallway? Because it hurts. What? Oh, you have to be deaf. Hmm. Well, it does complicate things now that he's just deaf. What? After about five minutes in here, guys, you hear look up. Huh? Well, you don't, Billy. You're deaf. Mr. Goy's gonna look up? Yeah. Grundle? I look up. You look up and you see runes on the ceiling and they flash extremely bright. The three of you that are not Bobby are now blinded. What the heck was that for? What happened? Hello? <laughs> Mr. Goy's gonna be like, well, we're blind now, Bobby, not Billy. What? But it's pointless to tell you because you can't hear us. Oh. Bobby, you have true sight, so this ruins my puzzle, but you do see through. Um, there is a door. Nice. I forgot about the true sight. Fuck you. <laughs> and everything about you. <laughs> and a pathway opens. Uh, it doesn't open. It's just there. You see through it. Billy, you're deaf. Mordecai, Grundle, and Mr. Guy, you guys are just blind right now. Follow the sound of my voice! Hello, I found a door! Grundle puts his hand on Billy's shoulder. Mr. Oh. Goy is going to wave at Billy. Try to get his attention. He's just going to be waving. Like, trying to motion him over to them. What? And then he's going to point at him. And then, point, like, cover his ears like he's, like, deaf. And then he's going to point at each of the other three. And then cover their eyes. Like, like they're blind. How can you point oh, at us? Oh, my voice! Oh, that's true. That's true. I can't. He's going to point at myself and be, like, blind. Gestures to everything. 
Just follow my voice. Hold on to a butt cheek or something. I hold on <laughs> to one of Billy's butt cheeks. Roll a 1d2. Mordecai, I want to see whose butt cheek you grab. Oh, 1d2. <laughs> Let's do 1d4 and we can do left, right. Center. Okay. <laughs> Center. Butt cheeks you have, Grendel. <laughs> even is right. Okay, so you grab Grundle's right butt cheek. <laughs> does he, or does he grab the pan? I, I, I feel like there, there's a really odd discrepancy here between Grundle, who is what, like nine feet tall, and uh, Billy, who's got to be like two foot tall. Hey, um, four foot seven. <laughs> four foot, four foot seven. And so I think I'm grabbing Billy's head, and I'm actually grabbing Grundle's butt cheek. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Oh, can I? Uh, I attempt to open the door. Open. Okay. I mean, it's it was an illusion. It's not yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I give you that? Literally the day before I put a puzzle with an illusion door in it. I don't. Why don't I think? It's probably like subconsciously what happened is I was like, what would be useful for this piece of shit? It's super sweet. I'm happy about it right now. I'll lead the boys in. I lead my blind buddies in here. Bobby, Billy, Jesus, Billy. Uh, inscribed in above these two hallways that you're looking at now. There's two little coves with a wall splitting straight down the middle. And on the right hallway, it says too loud to hear. And on the left, sorry, on the left hallway, it says too loud to hear. Mm -hmm. And on the right hallway, it says too bright to see. Okay. I'm going to go down the too loud to hear this hallway. There is a lever that is made of bronze down that hallway. Grundle, you take 1d10 psychic damage. Oh! <laughs> Sorry about that! Sorry about that! If uh, Follow Eight. the wall to the right! Follow the wall! I'm gonna put you against the wall here. Follow the wall to the right! Alright, there you go. Well, follow maybe the wait wall. a second. Wait, wait two seconds. Right. Yeah, just wait. There. Right there. Alright. We can't see where you're talking about. Wait where you are. Don't move anymore. Good. There. Good. And I'm going to walk up to this bronze lever. I'm going to pull it. Okay. As you pull this lever, Billy, it um, pulls with you, but like the the tension doesn't go away. So you know if you let go of it, it's going to go back to its open position. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. I think I got the idea here. And as you pull it, Grundle, Mordecai, Mr. Guy, you guys hear the sound of stone scraping ahead of you. It appears that like a doorway has opened up. You should, if you feel around, you should find a lever. Pull on it. Uh is going to start feeling around. Give me perception. The wrong wall. He even wanders out into where Bobby or Billy can see him at one point. Greta, what the hell? Am I in the right spot? No. Go the right! To the right! Oh. Mr. Goy is just looking around on the walls. It's all a 10 perception. Mordecai, you find a what feels to be like a lever. And it's very Ooh. smooth, cool stone. Uh, I, I pull it. Bobby, you see a door open in front of you, and a door shuts behind you. Oh. So, if I let go of this handle, uh, is there still tension on it? Do I feel it as I'm holding it? Yes, there's still tension on it. Okay. I'm going to, like, work my way around, and then I'm going to go through this door. Let go. Gang, you hear a door. You hear a door shut behind you. Oh. Okay. Is Grundle in the room with us? Say again? 
is Grundle in the room with us? He wandered yeah. in there, so okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't see you know, him. No, yeah, thank you, know. <laughs> you smell him. You smell him. Oh, I am gonna ask if anybody feels anything different along the walls. Have you let go of the lever? Not yet. Okay. Oh, except this, there's a door here now in my way. Um, is this one of those stone? Does this look similar to the stone recall stone we'd seen before? Yes, sir. I'm gonna touch it. Nothing happens. Okay. I'm gonna release the lever on my side. You hear a door open, Mr. and you. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> you see, Billy. You see, Mordecai has grown to be massive. What? The? And then you realize you're tiny. Hello. Don't is it? Don't move. Do all of you hear a mouse somewhere? This sounds like a little chipmunk. Do not squish me! Stay the hell away! I thunder forward. Why? Why would you do that? Uh, where's Grundle? I'm gonna throw him. (laughs) Wait, are they there? Are they all? So I'm just tiny. All three of them seem huge. No, Mordecai's massive. Gargantuan, you are yeah. tiny. Right now, oh, Mr. Gory and Grundle are both normal-sized. Okay, all right, okay. At your size, Billy, you see yeah. that there is a tiny ledge running along the side Okay, that's all like right. only big enough for okay. a small person. All right, so we need to get Mordecai in here. But be careful, Grundle, get out of the way and get smashed. Do I crawl down Go, through here? Not to your right. You'll fall in a hole. You can step through that, Mordecai. It's fine. You can yes. step over it. It's like a wall. You too. Like okay. Mordecai, step forward. Okay. I move into the room. Okay. There is a chasm with a block in the middle. You should be able to jump across to it and then jump again to a final landing. Um, Hold on. Don't jump yet. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say you should. So I'm I'm looking across the chasm. Do I see those things? You don't see because you're blind. Still, aren't you're you? blind. Oh, I'm blind. That's right. Jumping when blind does not seem like a good idea, Billy. You'll be all right. Take another step forward. Just one step. There you go. Just like that. Now take one turn to your right, to the east. I make a ninety degree turn. Did he said weas? <laughs> okay, turn all the way around from the where you're standing now. Perfect. Don't move. All right. Now she's gonna have to make a real easy leap. All right. Just a nice frog jump. Hopefully you'll land either on or close enough to feel it and not fall. All right. Are you fucking kidding me? Trust me, you're gonna be fine. All right. Ready. Could could you use your sword as a walk like a blind man stick and just like tap around to see if you can find the ledge? Also, could be a good idea. Yeah, it, I can't it, hear that. I don't know. I'm, just jump. You'll be fine. Uh, Mordecai is definitely going to use Adia as like a a, a stick <laughs> to gauge where the edge is. <laughs> uh, and then gonna fucking take the leap of faith. Give me an athletics check with disadvantage. Ah, oh, Jesus. 16. Mordecai, you almost get there. You slip, and 
you fall and you're falling and you're falling. There's a pillar right next to you, guy. Feel the touch it, touch it. Mister Guy's just gonna falling. feeling the wall. And no, behind you, shit. And he's just gonna like st- hold his arm out and just start turning in the circle until he like might feel it. Mordecai is back to where he was, and you are no longer blind, Mister Guy. Hmm. Okay. All right. Whew. All right. Let's do that again. Yes. Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You, you, were almost, you were almost there. <laughs> do, you, do you know how long I was falling for? Approximately 20 seconds. I'm not jumping again. You can jump this time. I'm not, you know, big enough to use that lever over there. So I'm you're going to have to try to grab Mr. What lever? Hi. Don't worry about it. Come, come on, Mordecai. Just get ready There's to jump. There's levers over there. You're going to be way easier to throw, Mr. Oh. Goy. Hello. I can't possibly move that. It'll have to be you, Mordecai. Uh, I, I honestly don't think Mordecai and Grendel are smart enough to realize that he just said the two levers over there, which he wouldn't know if he was blind. <laughs> now, 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 Mordecai, just line up again. You, you, you have it this time. I promise. Oh, I'm gonna try to grab you. Is this it boy's gonna, gonna like athletics contested? Back. Contested athletic right. check. Extreme PvP. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you uh barely get away, Mr. Goy. <laughs> now, now, your teeth, Loki, he's blind. Uh, Damn it. Now, now, calm down, back. friend. You need to get back to that pillar so you can touch it if he misses. I just he has to jump first. No, you All need right. to get back to that pillar because you're blind, and I don't want you to not find it. You, you would be back I, there. All right. Actually, Bill, Billy, you would be back there when he touched the pillar. I didn't think about that. So you're on this oh. side again. Mr. Oh. Goy will just tap on the wall and walk back towards the pillar. Wait, what? He, he's touching roll, the wall. Roll like insight, it. Billy. 11. Roll deception, Mr. Goy. <laughs> yes. 13. <laughs> fucking Mr. Oh, Goy. Yes, Mr. Goy. <laughs> Mordecai is going to fucking jump again. All right. Be fine. Everybody, he's just mad at Mordecai right now. You got it this time. All right, let's go. And I'm falling. Jump on <laughs> it. It was a ten. Mordecai's like traumatizing himself right now. It's Mr. Goy is gonna like, walk slowly, just kind of saunter over to the pillar. He's just gonna one, two. You don't three, know how to jump it, in, so just four. hit the button. And then after about like twenty seconds, he touches the pillar again. You were so close that time, Mr. Mordecai. I, I swear, you're almost right there. I swear, I'm going to make you shit your pants later. I don't know how, but I'm going to make you do it. Mordecai, do you really want to get into that kind of contest? I have plenty of drugs that will make you shit your pants. That is true. Fuck. All right, jump again. Uh, Just go on. Are you sure there isn't anything over there? What do you mean, anything over where? I mean, what is over there? I mean, I hear his voice. Oh, Where's there's a giant going? lever, and there's a little lever. I'm really small. There's like a little tiny ledge, and I was able to walk across it. Oh, wait, I don't. I didn't say any of those things. I didn't say any of those things because I don't hear you. Jump! Oh, actually, yeah, that's you, true. You don't Billy hear me. right back beside me again. Oh, yeah. Billy Billy teleported back when I pushed this, the pillar. Okay. I hate it in here, guys. Here, here's, here's, here's the sauce. Okay. Did Adia grow with me? Yeah. 
can I reach Adia out and feel anything since Adia has reach? Yeah, I would say you still have 10 feet of reach, so you would be able to feel the wall on either side. Yeah. Wait, how how long is Adia now? It's still 10 feet for game rolls. I know it's weird the way that... Okay. <laughs> I'm reaching out with this little dainty toothpick. <laughs> yeah, it's um, still a 10 foot long sword. It's just chunkier now. It's just, it grew in the X axis, not the Y. It's wider, not long. Is I just I, I have this chode weapon. You guys can call Jeremy goddamn fucking Crawford. I don't make the goddamn rules of D and D. The large person does not make weapons reach for. All right, I'm back over here. You got jump. Yes, yes, Jesus. jump, Mordecai. Jesus, I'm gonna fucking shit blood. I'm gonna jump again. For you listeners, Mort, uh, Mr. Guy is just really irritated at Mordecai for almost getting us all killed. So this is a bit of poetic justice. I feel like Mr. Goy needs to get over it. I feel like Mr. Goy is going to go and die pretty soon if he's not careful. <clears throat> okay, job. All right. And you fail. <laughs> and I fail. I roll an eight. So I'm falling forever. Mr. Goy is like one, two. Three, four, five. Hey, Grundle, come towards my voice. Come over the, towards your voice. And he's, uh, Mr. Goy's gonna grab Grundle's arm and just, like, put his hand onto the pillar. But you got a minute. It is very amusing to watch Mordecai jump off into the, uh, the abyss. I'm just sad that uh, I'm effectively, listeners, 25 feet big. I'm wide. I'm a wide boy. <laughs> Yeah, the X on my face is for the X axis that I have grown. <laughs> Grundle touched the pillar now, so they both can see, and we're all back. Oh, I can see. Grundle, what? You can see. Well, no, no, he didn't say that. So this time. No, he did. You Sal, heard him. It was That was very squeaky. Sal now, crawls out of Mordecai's pack, and his eye, he's haunted. His eyes are so wide. It's like, what the f***? I'm stuck in there. It's such a big backpack. I don't know how. What are you guys doing? Wait, are you normal sized or are you big sized? Where's Billy? What's going on? Billy's. Okay, I'm going to pull this lever before you jump again. I should have thought of that earlier, but, you know. And I, I try to pull this little lever just to see if it does anything to help the situation. Yeah. Uh, as you pull the uh, little baby lever that is tiny sized like yours, mm-hmm. the uh, column grows by five feet in each direction. Oh, okay. But I can't find the... Oh, the column's bigger now! That probably would have helped earlier. Uh, you want to jump again? I you think hear, I could jump you, for now. You, you hear that, Mordecai? It's it's bigger. You can, you can probably do that. You probably can step that. across it now. Sal's like, oh my god, Mordecai, Mordecai, can you hear me? Yes. Give me your giant fucking stupid hand. <laughs> he places it on the pillar and Billy gets teleported back oh. and you're no longer blind. Billy's getting okay. a workout. <laughs> we fuck it. I've, I've seen, I, I just learned that I can see and I've seen enough. Mr. Goy, come here. Why can't I'm going to throw you. All right, I'm going back. Wait, can you guys see? Uh, yeah, we can see I'm, now. I'm going to grab Billy and, like, press him to the pillar. 
just squish him on it. Um, Billy, you can hear. Oi! Um, oh, dang. Okay. That would have been real helpful in the beginning, wouldn't it have? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Huh. All right. Can all the people that need to see, see, and all the people that need to hear, hear? Yeah, but what are we going to do about you big and small people? Well, he, that big, big boy Mordecai here, he's go cross and pull that big boy over there. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try jumping it again. Yep. Now that it's bigger. No problem. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now one more jump. All right. One more. Another no problem. Okay, I get all the way over here. I'm going to actually wait until Billy is all the way across, and then I'm going to pull the big lever. Um, roll Perception, Mordecai. Perception. That is a seven. Uh, you don't see it, uh, but Billy, you see a small door open that really only you can see in oh. the southern wall. Very tiny. Oh, hi. There's a door here. My sized. Uh, I'm going to take a step through to see what's what. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try to go through the little tiny door. Okay, Mordecai, are you continuing to hold the lever open? Uh, yes, yes, I'm holding it. All right, Mordecai. Um, I'm gonna reach over and I'm gonna start like tweaking the small handle, uh, the small lever to see if it's gonna get bigger each time. Uh, you can turn it on and off, but okay, like when it's off, it shrinks. When it's on, it grows. Okay. It's like these it's basically like these little stones like they like pop out of it kind of like rock bending. Okay. In Avatar. Billy, you got to come back. You don't hear that, Billy. Okay. You basically stepped through this like darkness. Mhm. And like looking back now like you don't even well, you fucking stupid true sight. God damn it. Uh yeah, you you can see the door, but there is yeah. Never mind. Forget everything I said. You can see your way back in because you have true sight. Sweet. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger. There's, I'm going to, I want to pull one of these levers. Uh, it does not budge. Oh, okay. All three will not budge? No. Okay. I don't want to move from where I'm standing right now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get down on my giant hands and knees. I'm going to put my fucking mouth to the, the the tiny door that Billy just ran through. I'm going to be like, Billy, get back here. That door is shut when you let go of the lever. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to, like, push it open with my leg as I'm, like, sprawled out a- along the floor. Billy, you hear a booming voice from a very large Mordecai ask you to come home. Okay, I come back to the door. Okay, I need you to go all the way over to the other side. I'm going to jump over grab Grundle and Mr. Goy. I'm going to jump back, but in case I fall, you got to press the button. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, There's a really large construct on the other side and a bunch of switches and three that didn't work. There's no way Mr. Guy and Grundle would fit through the hole that Billy went in. Yeah. Was there any kind of way in there to get us through? Yeah, uh, they- I don't know. There was more switches, but... uh. There's a big old robot in there too. Uh, I I hit the recall button. Mordecai is back with you. Um. Okay. So you got small. Uh huh. There away. Nothing over here. Is I mean, there. there's like eight switches in that other room. I got... Yeah. You can see down that hallway, can't you, Mordecai? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hi. Right. What if you two go pull my switch? We all three get small. He stays big. He opens the door. We go through the door. 
and then we can all pull switches. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the brakes or not the brakes. That's that's the jazz. Right. Yeah. Right. There we go. All right, yeah. you two go go get to it. Hurry up. Uh, so through a mechanism of like them going all the way back out and us toggling the switches this time i'm gonna stay on the on the on the big side of the toggle switches from the previous puzzle and they're all gonna go like we're gonna basically work backwards and then forwards again yeah grendel as soon as you you don't even have to flip the switch as soon as you touch the small switch you are tiny mr guy what are you doing all right then go get it done i supposed to get small or should i grow large no go get little all right Mr. Guy, Grindle, did you get taller? I talk about it. It's You're only- so tall, Mr. Coy. It's gonna go touch the small lever, the the lever of smallness. Okay, got a big boy. You got three little boys. Mordecai throws the big switch. The little door opens. The three of you scurry through. All right, all right. See, we got three switches. Hopefully, if all three of us push at the same time, it'll open a bigger door, and then Mordecai can come through. What's Try it, I guess. All right. Maybe that thing will wake up and kill all three of us. Maybe not. So and that works. A Ooh. large door opens, Mordecai. You step through. The three little switches, the three tiny switches, disintegrate. Oh, and God. you see four switches on the right side. One is made of iron, like the gongs. One is a very t- tiny switch. One is a silver switch, like the one that turned Mordecai large, and one is a gold switch. And in your native tongue, inscribed in the stone over the pile of switches, are the words, did you ever have a choice? And the golem that you guys see to the south is a massive statue. He has legs and feet that are made of iron. His belly and his thighs are made of bronze. His chest and his arms are made of silver. And his head is made of gold. And he carries a massive sword that is also silver. And it looks to be inert right now. Hmm. Uh, all right. What's the plan then? I honestly have no idea at the moment. Give us a moment. Mr. Koi is going to go look over these without touching. <laughs> Do you think that the style of switch corresponds with... The different parts of the golem. No, it's probably just a coincidence. Okay. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Well, do you think that if we pull them, it will turn him on? And why would we ever want to do that? Why would we want to turn a big boy on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I feel uncomfortable because I'm very small right now. You want to get in my backpack? Mr. Goy's going to walk up and touch the silver lever. Touch or just touch. Okay. Didn't didn't know. Ah, he's still tiny. Okay. All right. I guess we should make a test. What is what uh metal is the tiny lever? Uh, the tiny lever is bronze. What part of him is bronze? His belly and his thighs. Okay. I'm gonna pull the tiny lever. The golem comes to life. Its sword clashes against the the stone and just makes this massive noise. He looks around. He looks over at you, Billy, uh, with your hand on the lever, and he just, predictable. And he rolls his shoulders, and he says, I am the wheel. I am the rise of empires. I am the end of dreams. 
I am the spark of life, and I am the final breath, and this is not your path. I'm Billy. Uh, nice Shut to the you. fuck up, I'm having a moment. And roll initiative, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. Did you ever have a choice, Billy? Oh my god. Billy would say probably not. When this golem comes to life, give me a perception check. As a 22 perception for your boy. perception for Billy. Billy and Mr. Guy. I like how, can I just point out real quick here? Now that there's not the wild magic surges, you guys aren't critting anymore. What the fuck right. is that all about? Right? I crit one time. Everyone but Grundle notices that when this golem comes to life, there are small door gateway-like openings uh, that open in various spots on the golem. You see one opens in his neck. You see one opens on the hilt of his sword. You see one opens on the sides of both of his feet. And you see his chest turn translucent. And around his chest is shimmering what appears to be a... I want to make sure I get my colors right, guys. Sorry. The uh, Where his chest has become translucent, you see a cube, a box. It's, it's fairly large, and it has all eight of its corners are, like, super ornate, and it looks like it's almost made of, like, platinum. It's where his heart would be, and it's shimmering. There are coverings around it in the other, like, colors. So it has an iron, bronze, and gold kind of aura protecting its heart. And Billy, you go first. All right. So the doorways that have opened, the openings that have opened up on him are large enough for me to get into? Yes. Like, kind of perfectly sized for you to get into. Okay. I got you, Billy. <laughs> I only have 20 feet of move speed. So, uh... Wait, what is our move speed right now? You're very tiny, and 20 feet of move speed is fucking booking it. <laughs> Uh, 20 feet is my normal speed if I'm normal size. So if I'm tiny now, it might be lower. That's what I was asking. It, it, changes in size don't actually affect. Good. Don't actually affect move speed. I'm going to... All right, boys. I think we need to get into those openings. Hope you guys are fast. I'm going to... Sounds like a party. Rip a uh, piece of what looks like a rusted piece of uh, like iron pipes off my leg holster and it flips out into uh, what looks like a double barrel shotgun. I'm going to fire it at the man. It doesn't even like scratch it. Okay. Flinks off. I'm gonna go. Uh, okay. Might be a bad idea. That's the end of my turn. Alright. Mordecai? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, That's you're not. Mr. Guy. It's Mr. Boy. Alright. Get into the opening, chap. You can do it. All right. Mr. Guy takes a breath and then runs at full, like full tilt and dies for a hole in the foot. Okay. The openings on the foot shut. Fing. Mr. Guy, you are in the feet. So you're going to be staring down a long hallway that appears to be uh, made of iron. And you are now, I'm going to move you down here just so that you can kind of see what you're looking at a little bit. And you are faced with these three smaller golems that run at you. You did not dash, so you can still take your turn. Hmm. I'm going to cast Bark Skin on myself, and as like I chant, chant that, this kind of like, my skin starts to look like a gnarled tree. Just old bark, and it's just going to cover my limbs. Perfect. And that's it. 
behind these three smaller golems, you do see another um, platinum box with the ornate corners. And those golems run at you, and they are going to attack you. One, two, three. I believe the first one, the 20, and the third one, the 20, both hit you for a total of 13 damage. Yes. Okay. Grundle, it is your turn. Hmm. So, I guess, seeing those doors close on the feet, I will run 25 feet up to this guy and start climbing him. Okay, give me athletics. Athletics. I rolled a crit. Grundle doesn't stop kidding. Um, I will let you to have gotten up to like his waist. Okay. Um, and I will give you advantage on a check if you want to try to get into the the uh, the opening at the hilt of his sword, or you can keep climbing. But it's going to be an athletic, acrobatics or athletics check to jump into that hole if you want to. Get it, Grundle. Yeah, I think I'm going to try seeing an opportunity. I'm going to try and get in the sword. Okay. I said it could be an athletics check. Athletics with advantage since you crit your climbing roll. Oh. Right, I rolled a 26. What's my butt, Grundle? Okay. Grundle's just like climbing all over this guy like a spider. Just... Okay. And you come face to face with three similar smaller golems. Like a grubby little Hulk action figure. <laughs> <laughs> Best fight I ever had, I'll tell you that much. Uh, and behind them, uh, these walls are made of bronze and behind you see a or this is silver so the, behind him is, is going to be silver and there's another platinum box with the eight ornate corners and the, the i will count the climbing as an action i kind of and the uh these guys are going to attack you there's going to be three attacks on to you for let's do a 11 a 20 and an 11. yeah 20 for seven okay the golem is going to Step up to you, Mordecai, and swing his massive silver sword at your head. Bring it, chump. I'm big. He hits you for 35 damage. Well, I'm almost dead. Um, oof. Oofa doofa. I'm bloodied already. Pretty devastating. Fun stuff. Yeah. All right. As he, after as he pulls his sword back from like where he's chunked you like in the shoulder, it's just like, and now you will stay here with me forever. Uh, no thanks. Um, and with that, I think Adia is going to like burst into this this energy uh, as I swing down with her. Um, and totally fucking beef it. Uh, that is a 10, but it is a nat 1, because I have plus 9 to hit. Yeah, I would say he grabs your wrist as it comes down and just twists, and you actually drop Adia for a moment, which is devastating in and of itself. Billy. Mm, Fudge. Sorry. Trying to decide what I'm about to do here. Okay, um, I guess. Billy's gonna pull an aerosol can um, from one of the, from his waist. He's gonna shake it, click a primer that he has attached to it, and he's gonna chuck it at this guy. Um, that should be a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. On a fail save, he will be restrained by the quick expanding hull adhesive. Whew. Okay. He rolls a 23. He's a strong boy. All right, the web is uh, in a 20 foot cube there. So, you'll have to roll that. Is it as long as he's in there? 
Yeah, every time you start your turn in the queue or move. Yeah, whenever you start your turn in that. It's a dex saving throw, not a strength saving throw. Well, he's not very dexterous, that's for fucking sure. He is restrained. He is restrained as heck. And restrained, speed becomes zero, can't gain any bonuses. Attack roll, creatures attack rolls have disadvantage and attacks against the creature have advantage and disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So he has disadvantage and uh, attacks against him have advantage. Mm-hmm. Mr. Guy, it's your turn. Mr. Guy is going to cast Thunder Wave in the cone in front of him at these three smaller golems in hopes that it will blast them away or push them away, knock them down. Okay. Uh, they disappear as you cast that spell. They are broken apart, just completely shattered. And Mr. Gaway is going to run up to the... the cube and touch it okay mr guy you are sitting down outside of your family home and you're sitting on the porch next to your little brother gerald you're uh, just a child right now and your father is pacing in front of you it's just like look look kids i know it's been really hard since your mom had to go And you see Gerald, your little brother, is, like, kind of crying, and he's eyeing this box. It's this little platinum box, and it's hiding kind of badly in this bush nearby. And your little brother's just super stressed out about it, and your dad is, like, also seems near tears. And you feel like you're trying really, really hard to, like, you know what I mean, like, stay here and care. You know you're supposed to care about what your dad feels um, and he just says, he, he kneels down and he, uh, gets eye level with you. And he just says, guy, where's the cat? Mr. Goy is going to think back confused. What, what cat? And I'm going to look at back at the silver box. I do a perception check to see if that, like, I can think of what that is. Does it? You like, you don't need to do a perception check. It's like you, you like, you know, it's important, but you can't like, you just, you can't quite remember what or why or anything and your dad just like guy guy look at me the family cat where where is he i i I don't know and he just kind of like shakes his head and stands up and he's just like i can't keep doing this watch watch your brother i'll i'll be back later and he walks off just 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 for note this makes mr goy seem like a budding sociopath but he, this, that was an after effect. <laughs> it wasn't his childhood. Well, you, you didn't do this. You, you, you know <laughs> what's going that, on. <laughs> what is going on? You know that your little brother did, and you're like not sure if you're supposed to protect him. And you have this like weird, weird hole in like your memory, like how you got here and why you're here, and it's just, it's just kind of vague. It's at the, at the tip of your tongue. Do I still have, like, any, like, semblance of the emotions I have, like, felt for my family up to this point? Or just what it's making me feel here? I would say both. Okay. It's a very confusing situation, for sure. Okay, because I was like, if if that's the case, Mr. Goy's not pleased with any of his family at all. So there's that. Oh, man, this is conflicting. Uh, Your little brother looks up at you, and he just says, should we? We should probably, like hide it or bury it or something right B- bury what and then does he look at the 
are they is he insinuating the box is what they're supposed to bury? He is insinuating the box. Mr. Goy is going to walk up and touch the box. And your little brother's like, what What are you doing? Don't got to be careful. And that's it when he touches the box? Well, what are you, are you just touching it? The, what mean, are you doing? Openable box or what? I mean, yeah, you think you could that. you think you could open it and your little brother is just like, don't don't open that. Just 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 calm down. Just stay. Just stay here. Let's figure this out. We, we got to hide that before dad gets back. Not this time. And Mr. Goy is going to open up the box. The dead cat in there. In, yeah. Inside you see your knife. And you are back. You're transported back at the entrance of the room. You're normal sized. Uh, you're not big. You're not small. Uh, and this golem's legs just like, just like fall apart. And this thing just like lands on its torso. Oh, he's so big now, are you? Grundle. Grundle goes into a state of complete frenzied rage and runs at these golems. But what does he say? Grundle! And he swings his minigun at them just recklessly. Slam 19, slam 16, slam 15. All three of them come apart and just bend to your will you just shatter them and their pieces just clatter to the ground around you and i step forward to the cube i don't know if i can touch it because that's pretty much all my actions you can touch it i mean it's just you can touch it if you want oh yeah or you can wait it's up to you i'll touch the cube (laughs) (laughs) so grundle you hear so so what happened next and you look over and you see your coworker, Bobby, and his eyes are just wide and he's at the edge of his seat and he's just like waiting for you to finish your story. And you're you're in like a bar right now, just like a totally normal like pub. You've got a really boring beer in front of you and you're just you're a human. You're a totally normal person. And Bobby's just like staring at you. Oh, hey, Bobby. I got my train of thought yeah the 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 med tech volunteering you said they like strapped you down and they were gonna like stick you with the crazy needle and everyone's like freaking out like what happened i don't remember any of this well then why are you telling me a story it doesn't make any sense i don't know i was i must have just been pulling your leg bobby (laughs) whatever all right well it's getting late for me man i gotta get home yeah. You should uh, you should really think about stopping by this weekend for the uh, the company party. I'm, I'm honest, I'm getting kind of worried about you, man. Like, you got to get out more, more than just the pub, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I'll see you later. It's been kind of a weird night. Yep. See ya. And he leaves. Guess I get up to leave as well. Uh, the bartender's like, hey, hey, you forgot your forgot your bag. Get your bag. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot my bag. And there's a small silver or a small platinum cube with eight very ornate corners. Oh, man. Bobby forgot his cube. I think that's your cube. Oh, yeah. My cube. I've yeah. always had this cube. You've always had that cube. I guess I open the cube. You open it right there. Uh, you open the cube and inside is a huge hypodermic needle filled with this like green pasty goo next thing you know you are back 
here, normal-sized, and his weapon just turns to dust, just falls to the ground in front of you guys. Where am I? I look back at my hands. What? And the golem swings with you. He tries to punch you since his weapon has been destroyed. Does a 16 hit? No, I I catch his fist as it's flying at me. (laughs) You catch his fist. The box in his heart is now only protected by that gold shimmer now. There's like only one layer left. And it's your turn, Mordecai. I'm going to draw Adia up as high as I can and strike down on him. Uh, And I believe I have advantage because he's still stuck in the goo. He's stuck in the goo and has no legs. It's a 24 to hit. Yes, absolutely hits. Uh, That is 31 damage. God damn. You take a chunk of silver flies off of this thing's shoulder. And I'm going to uh, actions or yeah, uh, second wind. I'm going to second wind and um, gain 1d10 plus my fighter level and hit points. Nice. Uh, so that is four plus four, which is eight. Great. Billy. Billy hits a switch on like right behind his ear, uh, an implant that he has. It doesn't work, so he smacks it super hard twice and it finally activates. Um Frontal cortex overclock. My speed is doubled. I gain a plus two bonus to AC. Advantage on dexterity saving throws, and it gains an additional action on each turn that can only be taken as the attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. Um, I lose 20 health as I activate two of my, um, a second of my two, uh, a second augment on my battle pack. Um, And I launch forward. You also age one year. I also age one year, but I launch forward and dive into the neck hole of the golem. Give me an athletics check for the climbing. He's uh, got no legs. He's laying down on the ground, but you're still going to have to. So he's, he's like on his torso. So he's like a bop robot guy right now. He's, you still have to get up his chest. Can I use acrobatics instead of athletics? Are you like anime running up the side of him? Yes. <laughs> I will allow it. An eight. Um, okay, so how much total speed do you have then? I have 40 total speed. Okay. And did you take the dat 80 so you can climb it half to it? Okay. So you're about with the filled with the failed acrobatics check, you're about halfway up his torso right now. Alright, I will use that uh I will use the dash action with the extra action, not my normal action. Mm-hmm. to uh, try to complete this. Okay. And inside his neck, the walls are lined with gold, and there are three smaller golems that approach you. And do you have any other actions? I do. Well, I'm moved, and then I use the special action to dash, and that means I still have my attack action if I want to use it. Got it. Um, I'm going to use... I'm going to pull another uh, thing off of my, uh, drops off my right wrist, and I grab hold of it, flips open into a triple barrel uh, welder, and I'm going to fire once at this one, uh, fire again, 
and I crit on the second one. Woo! And then I'm gonna fire again on the third one. The third attack misses the other two ball pieces. And that's my turn. Quite the turn. Runs at you and tries to slam into you. 21 hits for four damage. <sighs> Mr. Guy, it's your turn. Oh, make a concentration save. Me or? Uh, Billy, who has the guy, or uh, my golem restrained. Yep. But that was a nine. My, con my uh, concentration fails. Not Damn it. I guess when concentration fails for Billy Boom, it just means his device stopped, like, gave out. And sparked. Just, uh, yeah. The adhesive inflates and breaks, it hardens and then just kind of breaks apart. All right, Mr. Guy. Mr. Guy is going to look over at Mordecai, who's looking pretty haggard at the moment. Yes. <sighs> well, you look worse for wear. He's going to pull, pull, up and pull up his rifle, loads a dart into it, and shoots the big behemoth uh, size Mordecai. Aww. Aww. And you didn't poison him this time. <laughs> this he's, time. He's not mad at you anymore. So that's 84 plus 8 HP. And you would roll that because that's an, like you're drinking the potion. Yeah. Uh, Grundle, it's your turn. He heals. Or wait, did you want to... Oh, 27. Does he get any extra from your thing? No, I, I don't have my thing of ch my chalice ability active, and I would have to I, that would have to be a bell and not a potion. Sounds good. And I'll, I'll prepare a spell. Okay. Well, seeing this thing is still on its waist, Grundle's gonna go back into a rage, I guess. And you can see he's pretty visibly tired at this point. He kind of runs as fast as he can over to this thing, but it's kind of slow. And he just starts laying into it recklessly, of course. 15 and 18. Funk, funk. Neither of those hit. Dang. He's a tanky boy. I would say you definitely hit him. <laughs> he's a massive. <laughs> it's just his 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 body is just made of just such hard material. Just like just like me. And he is going to swing at you, Mordecai, with his stone fist. 23. Goodness. Hits That's you for 15 damage. That's the reaction. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... My woe is going to activate, and I'm going to reduce that by 1d6. So here, so that's still my active one by three. Okay, so that probably still hits, but it's a 20 to hit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it reduced the... Uh, never mind. Reduces it reduces damage. No, it reduces the attack roll, like the... To 20. The saving, yeah. the roll, saving throw, or ability check. Mordecai, it is your turn. All right. Actually... Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I am going to hold back again and strike at him. It's an 18 to hit. 18 does not break through his armor. Okay. Don't think I can do anything. Billy, there's one golem between you and a copy of the platinum box. I whip the double barrel out from my waist again, and I fire it for 15. It shatters. Nice. And he said, "There's a is there a cube in here? <laughs> it's a platinum cube with eight ornate corners. Billy goes and touches the cube. Billy, your adrenaline is pumping. And you hear, you got him. Good work, son. And you look up and you just feel this immense amount of pride. It's like really rare for your father to compliment you. And you just made this like, one in a hundred shot, like just perfectly timed 
when an ender ship was trying to dock and board you, like just at the last second when their shields were down before they could actually be in range to like damage you, you just got a shot right in the ship, blew the thing apart, and everyone's just like celebrating and is like super proud of you. Uh, and that night, there's just this like crazy celebration and you're like kind of the star of the show. There's like drinking and back padding. And you're still, you're still pretty young and you know it's like really hard to earn the respect of this crew. Like you've always just kind of been like the son, like your father's son. Uh, and as things start to die down a little bit, your dad uh, comes up to you and he says, Son, I think it's time. I think it's time that you had this. I think I could trust you with it now. And he holds out this small platinum box. It's a cube, has eight ornate corners you've, never seen it before um and he sets it on the table and he says i think i can trust you with this Duh, I, uh. and uh just kind of like confused and just staring at his dad for like a long time um i think like uh just like a tear kind of runs down his face and he kind of like looks down at the cube and reaches out to grab it to pick it up he pats you on the back says now the trick is you, you don't open it, okay? Just don't keep it safe. What? Okay. All right, da. All right. What's in it? Oh, it's hard to explain. It's... We'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about it later, but for now, I trust you with this. This is a big deal, okay? All right, then. Uh, the next day, you are at your console. You're working again. Your dad's the, the captain of this ship, and you're, you know, he's, he's teaching and showing you the ropes, and you're happy which is just a weird kind of foreign feeling like you're genuinely content um you're keeping the box kind of close to you uh and you there's this com there's this communication that comes in and it's like super warbled it's super garbled uh <laughs> warbled and garbled okay and you pick it up and you're trying to like make heads or tails of it and you like you hear these like names it's like grundle and Mordecai and Mr. Guy and they're like all telling you that like you have to open the box and they need your help and, and you gotta you gotta you gotta open the box they they really need your help and your your dad comes up and it's just like well wh what is it we got we got a transmission duh it's uh I don't know it's they saying we need to open the box saying they need our help cut, cut it off cut it off Oh, we're gonna leave them out there? Sound like they're in trouble. There's nobody out there, trust me. Just cut it off. And he walks away. Um, does the audio keep coming through as long as I don't turn it off? It stops. Uh, but the next day, oddly, kind of the same day that you had the first day, and again, you feel kind of happy, feel kind of content, but you get that same call at the end of the day. I, like, uh, I flip, flip off the comms not to, uh, alert my father. I kind of look around, like, make sure no one's watching me. And then I'm going to kind of just, like, pull the cube out and just, like, just a peek then. Just one quick peek. I'll never know. And I try to pop open the box. And inside the box is a noose. And you are back normal-sized, maybe another tear <laughs> rolling down your cheek. Yeah, yeah. And this thing's head slides off. Clang, 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 falls to the side, and the 
box in its chest is now exposed. And I'm taking us out of turn order. All that big talk. Mordecai, why don't you just uh, rip the old fella's heart out? He seems to like to tear others' hearts out. Mordecai is going to, like, uh, reach down and grab and pull at, at its core. When you touch it, Mordecai, you are in this just massive, just the greenest field of the softest grass you've ever seen. And you're there with your closest friends. There's a, a gnome and a dwarf, and there's another one. And you're having a little bit of trouble remembering their names. He's this tall, beautiful elf with the longest silver hair that you've ever seen. You love this elf, like, fully and completely more than anything you've ever loved. Uh, and you know that he loves you back, but not in that way and not in the way that you would wish that he does. But it doesn't matter. You just love him so much. And you're standing before this tomb entrance and flooding out of the tomb is just this brightest light you've ever seen. It's just blinding. And the elf says, it's time. The end of the path. And he starts to take off his robe. He puts this ornate silver shield on the, in the grass. And then he places this platinum box on the ground next to his robe. And he turns and he looks at you. He's completely naked now. And he cocks his head and he says, Who are you? We are... That voice. You're, you're, not, you're not Addy at all. I don't really have time for this. But we are. We? I think we are, aren't we? He cocks his head again. He follows your gaze. Uh, the box keeps catching your eye. And he just says, Suppose you're supposed to take this box then? Some sort of metaphor or some other pedantic sort of gimmick and he reaches down and gives you the box and he just says i really don't have time for this i flip open the box and with that uh you can't so as you open the box mordecai you can't see what's in it it is just too it's too bright it's like almost just pure light floods out of out of the box and the golem crumbles only his golden head remains, and the rest of him dissolves into nothing. As the golem dissolves into dust, you see in the uh, center of the room uh, appears this large stone console. Uh, next to the console is a white pillar, and on top of the pillar is a platinum box with eight ornate corners like you guys have been seeing. Mordecai just having this kind of experience as Adia. Um, they're they're both going to walk up to the platform uh, and and touch the box. So the box does not box does not react. Mister hmm. Goy is gonna walk up to the center of the room, look at the console. He's just gonna be kind of puzzled. Yeah. Uh, so as you face the console now from the from the front, um, so the box would kind of be like. Uh, situated behind the console but from the front you see there is a blue hand print like a little it almost looks like a biometric scanner and it looks pretty much exactly like your hand mr goy hmm. and anyone else who would follow mr goy around to the front would see the same thing it would also look exactly like their hand 
So Grundle, you would see like a big, you know, knotted, gnarly <laughs> chunk of a hand, um, so on and so forth. Why not that convenient? This old tech, I tell you, it'll probably take your hand off. So be careful. What? Well, I don't know. We could hit it with a hammer. That sometimes works. Um, I prefer not losing my hand. So I'll try it. <laughs> All right, big fellow. Good man. Can always count on Grundle to be a good guinea pig. Grundle puts his hand on the pad. So, Grundle, as you put your hand on uh, this console, the entire group, you f- there's blue light just shoots out from this console, washes over you. Uh, everyone, you are now level seven. And you see what looks to be like a large star map, all of these little blue lights kind of going around and painting this picture in the stars. And you see... Grundle, I guess, specifically as a former like pilot, right? Like you would recognize this as a star map. And then it zooms, 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 zooms into a very specific planet, a planet called Prosperity Bay. Yeah, this, this, um, I mean, Billy, like, just gets all the swagger, all of the goofiness, like, just disappears. And he's just like, like, marches up as close as he can to the map. And now is like super intent and trying to figure out how to work the console and figure out what's going on now yeah so i mean now that you like interact with this so it has zoomed in on prosperity bay the planet uh, but you can you can move it around kind of using hand motions and you can like pinch and drag and stuff like you can look around like this is a super accurate map of the stars but it has focused in on this prosperity bay planet as you uh, are, are looking at this you look Anyone who would look down would see an exact mirror of the console on the other side. And there are other people in the room looking up at this star map. And as as you look down, you see that they kind of notice you for the first time, too. There is a large, muscular human woman with braided hair. There is a goblin. There is a... um, cleric looking guy and there is a an elf a bowman looking gentleman who has a who has a bow has like a cloak um players you would recognize this as the group from the photo that you guys um found in the prosperity bay tomb uh your characters would not recognize them cinematically of course the the players the you, you would know this to be that group and they kind of notice you also. And they're just like, uh, hello. And he like says hello at the exact same time as you. Mordecai is going to walk through the star map towards them. They disappear. That was a neat trick. Who were they? Oh, I don't have any idea of that, but I want to know why Prosperity Bay is on this map right now. And you guys would notice um, as the uh, as the star map disappears, as the uh, vision that you guys have had disappears, the box uh, on the white pedestal, the walls are now transparent. And inside the cube, you see a floating mix between like a shrimp and a worm. Uh, it is, I mean, no larger than, you know, like Grundle's fist. 
and it kind of as it apparates and as you all take notice of it it swirls around a couple times and then comes up to the glass well it is good to see outside the confines of my prison again i'm impressed you made it this far truth be told please tell me a talking space worm isn't the treasure at the end of this i don't know what treasure you were promised but i can offer you a reward oh i'm listening i think you seek freedom is that true oh don't we all don't we all <laughs> that is true i think you need a way out of here out of your predicament what predicament exactly do you think we're in we signed our papers today <laughs> we have a ship we did get loaded sal uh sal kind of crawls out of your pack and he says uh hey hey guys i i i i have a confession to make real quick looks like nabby and pete well i don't know about pete but nabby's gone Oh. You you mean she's a pile of goo? No, she. No, betrayed us. No, I don't know. I just it's not exactly. I I don't know. It, it might not have been entirely straightforward about the uh, uh, everything. I I I I don't know. I, she she's not in range anymore. Um, yeah, I. I don't. I don't know how to how to say this, but I m- maybe deactivated her kill switch so that she could get the ship. She kind of talked me into it last night. Uh, seemed like a good idea at the time, but yeah, just just a heads up. And you can't deactivate ours. Why? He can. And you haven't. Why? Well, we all know why he hasn't undone yours, guy. Uh, you're uh, really creepy. He's afraid that he won't make it without us. <laughs> Trusted her. I, I, I don't know what happened. I, 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 It happens to the best of us, brother. Believe me, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for me trusting a woman. I'll tell you that much. Yes, yes. It's always smart to trust the eco-terrorist, isn't it? All right, Space Warm, it looks like we do need some help. <laughs> well, What's on the table? A simple exchange. I also require freedom fair enough fair enough you don't need like a vessel i don't like um, no available space inside my ear holes or anything like that well i think one of you could make accommodations little space worm head turns ever so slightly to look at sal oh yeah i like that idea what why do you like that idea we lost a good friend getting this all done for you feel like you could uh you know just help a guy out feels like fair thing to do did lose us a ship. I mean, was it really your ship? I mean, we saved the guy. It was ours. Does it hurt? You won't remember it. Will you live? I'll leave him intact, if that is what you wish. I have no intention of occupying him for long, small and weak as he is. Right, right. <laughs> he is small and weak. I'm right <laughs> here, guys. I'm right here. Bill and Villar just, like, elbowing each other, like, <laughs> yeah. I have the feeling that you know why we're here. Why are you here? Uh, 
and Mordecai is going to point Adia at the space shrimp. Truth be told, why I am here, quite simple. I made enemies in my time, and they retaliated and put me here. The specifics of my capture have been lost to time. This place does not afford me terribly much in terms of tracking time. I've been working on a plan to bolster the inhabitants of this planet so that they might free me. However, you put an end to that. Oh, you were working with old uh, fishy boy, huh? I would not say I was working with it. So he was working for you? More or less. He did not realize it at the time. Unfortunately, an old <sighs> rival of mine got to him before I could. Oh, that's a rival for you. Well, Rough. I'm sure he would see it that way. He's a bit put off after I banished him and his ilk to the far reaches of the demiplanes. That's all very interesting. To the deal at hand, however, if you can give me my freedom, I can give you yours. Huh. Well, boys, what do you think? Mordecai scoops up Sal and starts dragging him towards the altar. Mama! Why'd you have to call it an altar? <laughs> don't worry, I'm sure you live. Sacrificed. I don't like that word. Got like a 52, maybe 42% chance this goes real bad for you. But, uh, it'll be alright. Space Shrimp said it would be okay. I'm sure he wasn't lying. Right, gotta trust new friends, Grundle. And I push Sal's face to the glass. <laughs> <laughs> so, that how we do it? Is this how this works? <laughs> <laughs> this hurts. I think if in his form he can't exactly sigh or shrug, but there's a, a a look of frustrated disappointment. I frustrated the shrimp. Oh no! You have to open it up first. It's a dampening fear. I can't do anything while it's closed. Oh yeah, with that I think uh, Billy's going to. Take a closer look at the uh, the cube there. Try and uh, determine how to open it. You imagine it's no different than how you opened the last box that looked like this? Ah, okay. So Billy will go about opening it. And Mordecai will start giving uh, Sal a swirly in the bowl. Dunk him, dunk him, dunk him. Bye, Sal. I'll see you later. <laughs> He sort of struggles, but yeah. Is my bowl open? Yeah. The worm. And Sal thought we were such good guys. Flies out of the, uh, now you realize the the vessel was empty. There was no water in it. Uh, the worm floats up into the air, slithers around Saul's head, and pushes its way in through his ear. Well, Billy Shiv is like, I knew he was going to do that. Hey, wait, right from the beginning. I think Sal probably struggle, struggles a bit and then kind of goes rigid. And then, ah, well, examining the hands and arms, it's not my first choice, but it'll do. All right. I need some water. Do you have flasks, tears, spit, whatever will do? I just need some. I spit on Sal's face. <laughs> In... The vessel, please. And just like 
not <laughs> not even like taking it as an insult, just matter of factly wipes it off and puts it into the bowl. Oh, sorry, Sal. I have had to take a leak for a while now. If that'll help. I don't know if it matters. Should be fine. We can distill it. I take the box down and set it before Billy, before kneeling like a knight. All right. Privacy, please. Don't need you all staring at my giblets while we do this. We don't have to drink this, do we? No. No, No, that's for later, Grundle. That's a a special game I'll show you. (laughs) Billy takes a leak in the bowl. All right. There you go. It should be. That's that's a good amount there, right? About a liter at least. You should drink more water. Yeah, it's really dark. Been stuck in this jungle for the last few days, getting eaten by every dead T-Rex across my path. We've got plenty of water. Gr- Grundle's piss is crystal clear. Why do you know that? Hey, because we're friends. Your friend <laughs> Sal goes about casting some kind of ritual on the bowl. It seems like it's taking him some time. Ten minutes, to be precise. <laughs> exactly ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> ten minute piss ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah, Billy's tinkering around with all of his stuff. He's like, unbreak anything this time. That's pretty cool. So are you still Sal? Or do I have to remember another name to call you? You may call me whatever you wish. Trippy! Calling me Sal works. And this is like as he's doing things, feeding lines of arcane energy into into the piss bowl. I was called Atom by others. Al works. Shrimpy was offered by someone that also works. Shrimpy works. Yeah, I like it. This is revolutionary for me. I'm I'm terrible at names, and I'll just call you whatever. It matters little to me. Whatever's an unusual name. That's not as bad as Shrimpy. Alright, whatever. What do you mean not as bad? How goes the spell? That was a good name. I thought it was good. Thank you. Whatever's cool, too. Yeah, I mean... Shrimpy. That's fine. Is it ridiculous? <laughs> After the spell is complete, Sal, prob- I, I assume with far more poise than he's ever had in his entire life, sort of stands back up, brushes himself off, like, good, I found it. There's a vessel nearby that should be suitable. Stand close. Come along. All right. All right, boy. Oh, I almost forgot. Um, how does this thing work and he starts tinkering with Sal's wrist command and there that should do it your kill switches are off okay ready oh is that shrimp simple shrimpy 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 <laughs> and he casts teleport dang well that's a that's a big boy spell yeah it is it is in fact a big boy spell yep that is a big whisper. You kind of fall through time and space for a moment, tumbling just next thing you know, you are on the deck of a ship. It looks like you've landed in some sort of kind of like armory type office area. And this, this elven person who's uh, dressed like they might be like a security guard of some sort, just like looks up. It's just like, whoa. What are you? What are you doing here? And he uh, snaps a uh, button at his side. An alarm starts sounding, and all of these like war-forged soldiers next to him come to life. And he's like, 
We've got an unauthorized entry. Uh, 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 Eastern Armory. I, I need I need reinforcements as soon as possible. And everyone, roll initiative. Holy moly! Oh my god! <laughs> For the fucking listeners at home, last combat, I rolled a critical fail on my initiative roll, which amounted to a two. Uh, and this time, I did the exact same fucking thing. For what it's worth, I crit failed too. Yeah, but you got like. Plus a lot. You're a fast boy. I am going to give everyone in your party a surprise round, since there is absolutely some surprising that is going on right now. Sal tilts his head a little bit, looking at the that elf in the center. He goes, leave that one unharmed, please. Oh, yeah. I've got a thing for elves, so I'm okay with that. Like a really ridiculously good-looking security guard, too. Like... No promises. Just super cut, like even through the uniform, you could just tell he definitely lifts. Billy, you're gonna. What are you doing here? Who are you? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm Billy, by the way. And uh... hi, Billy. Are you attacking me? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I pull a canister out from my belt, and I top open hit a button throw it and a explodes and splatters grease all over the ground and 10 foot square around the left guys here okay the the ones closest to the security okay got it those ones and then i'm going to step back over here Seven, six a four and a zero nice all of those bots just like tumble on top of each other nice um i also just to be a reminder, I have true sight and a 30-foot radius still. Yep. Um, and that's it for me. Grundle. Grundle gets pretty freaked out. Where are we? Just starts running at these guys. Trash the bots, don't kill the don't kill the elf! He runs up and starts slamming into them recklessly with his minigun. Slam crit <laughs> 18. That first attack hits for 32 damage. Big chunk of metal falls off of that guy. Prize rounds to Adam, it is your turn. As Sal, Adam takes a few steps forward, sort of waves his hand dismissively, and says, this will go much easier if you just stand there and don't put up a fight. It's totally painless, don't worry about it. He's going to Only little suggest gross. that the elf just... Just be cool. That's going to be a wisdom saving throw. He fails. Um, Hold a seven. So with that, Adam slithers back out from Sal's ear and into the elf. Oh, snap. And the elf goes rigid for a moment, shudders. (sighs) That's better. Don't worry, everyone. This should be over soon. We can all go about our business. Um, You all gain 14 temporary hit points. And if you would like to, you can use your reaction to move your speed without provoking attacks of opportunity. Ew. I like this guy. (laughs) Yeah, this is a really good idea. How you doing, Sal? Sal hears his name, and he turns and looks at you. Go ahead and give me an insight roll. 14. You're not quite sure how he's doing. Going to be you, Mr. Guy? Mr. Goy? So, Shrimpy, you want to call off those robots? 
Uh, I suppose I can. Looking like a little bothered that he's been asked to do something. Kind of, uh, I need to find the bridge first. Hold on. He starts poking around on whatever little wrist communicator this guy has. I'll prepare a spell and step back a little bit, just in case he doesn't turn them off in time. <laughs> Got it. That'll be it. Mordecai? Uh, I'm going to run over here, Grandal, uh, towards one of the, the, the envoys of bots, uh, and I am going to swing at one in the corner with Atia. That is a 14 to hit. Does not do any damage to it. Damn. Clangs off of its armor. Prize round is over. Billy, you're up. All right, all right. And I guess I'll whip out the old... No, you know what? I'm going to use this spell. Yep. I'm going to pull out a small canister, and on the side of it is written tip-tap bomb, and I'm going to chuck it into this pile of guys here. Okay. Uh, And they all have... They're all prone, so... Choose one creature within range, or choose two creatures within range that are within five feet of each other. So, yeah, the two prone guys up front. Okay. And then um, I add um, a D8 to any attack spells that I have. I saw this guy hit this little kid with acid on Tip Tab once. Thought it was funny, so I made a bomb about it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> See a funny video, make a bomb like it. <laughs> make a bomb. Okay. Why don't you just go make a bomb about it, huh? <laughs> Grundle. Grundle continues his assault in this Warforged 1420. The 20 hits. This thing is getting chunked, starting to take chunks out of it. You go down! Uh, yeah, and these golems activate and surge, the ones that can, surge towards you. There's going to be two attacks on Mordecai. 18 for 15 and 27 for 18. Yeah, I, I block the first one, and while my my hands are up defending myself, the other one definitely hits me. Um, but for here goes the 14 points from Adam. And, uh, uh, That's nice. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. It's real nice. But I do also get repost. So um, when a creature misses me with a melee attack, I can use my reaction to expend a superiority dice and make a weapon attack against it. Um, so I'm going to expend one of those and attack the one that I blocked. It's a 19 to hit. That does not do damage to it. What? <laughs> what? That blows chunks. <clears throat> I can't believe you guys pissed in the box. <laughs> it was very resourceful. You had water. Yeah, I think there was some mentions last last time about like what was it? Subtle guidance being a band name. I feel like piss ritual is also a very good band name. Hundred percent. Okay. Uh, are you Mordecai? Do you have anything else to do about that? Oh, I have to roll a d twenty and see if I keep my reaction, which I do not. Four attacks on Grundle. That's a 12, a 19, 19 a 12, and a 14. The 19 gets me. Okay. And then four of these guys had to stand up, so they had to dash to get to you, but the other two are going to attack Mr. Guy with a 12 and a 25 for eight damage. 
Oof. I believe you take that eight damage. I take the eight damage, yes. Adam. All right, there's... Anytime. Anytime you're ready. Turn these bad boys Eight pods are that way. I'm sorry. uh, Yes, very well. Golem's deactivated. There you are. All of the robots just stand back to attention. I would order them to follow me. They line up. Very well. I believe this is where we part ways. Uh, The escape pods are that way. And I am heading to the bridge. A pleasure doing business with you. Good luck, Shrimpy. I will miss you. I'm sure you will. Yeah, remember us when you take over the universe or whatever the hell you're going to do. Yeah, for sure. Remember us. Not in a negative way, or like you would imprison and kill us, but like in a positive way that you would maybe do us a favor or, you know, bring us out of jail. And at this point, Adam has stopped listening and is walking towards the bridge with his attach, his entourage of security golems. Yeah. Nice. All right. Escape pods. Let's go. Oh, wait. Uh, Sal, you in there or are you thoroughly lobotomized? Yeah, I mean, there's there's like nothing there. He's just kind of like staring off into space. We can't just leave him here. Oh, my. Yeah, I guess we could give him to Mr. Goy. No. I think he's pretty checked out at this point. I mean, no? okay. I can well, try fair. a few tests on him and see if I can get him back to normal. But that'll take time. So we should just bring him with us. Throw him in the pack. Let's go. I drag him over to Mordecai's knapsack. <laughs> Here you go, where you belong. <laughs> you guys find the escape pod. Fairly simple controls. There's a beacon. There's a launch. There is two relatively long benches. Uh, there's like a single sort of like a bus bathroom in there. And unless anyone protests, you guys launch the escape pod. This is going to be yeah, a where the hell are we? Sure. <laughs> hey, what'd you say? One together? Where the hell are we anyways? <laughs> you all get it. Yeah, you would all get into a, an escape pod. Yeah. there. It's like a shuttle. It's kind of, it honestly, kind of harkens back to the shuttle you came on. Yeah. If nothing else. Uh, and also the one we arrived in. What did I say? Oh I was God. I was making a, a dirty <laughs> joke. <laughs> All right. And uh, a little screen flickers to life and you see this ridiculously good looking security guard elf walk just kind of march onto the bridge. The, I imagine the, the bridge command looks a bit surprised and Adam just starts ordering them around. He says, navigation set coordinates for 3.67 and heading of directly to the port. Uh, science, raise the shields. We're going to take a bit of radiation as we go through the wormhole and just continuing on and on. And after about a minute of him talking over any protests, the bridge command just sort of falls silent and starts doing what he says i think we dodged a bullet not making an enemy of the shrimp man well people respect him and do what he tells them right that's that's what's happening maybe we should go i don't want to go through wormhole yeah i mean the pod is already jetting away the signal from the the signal from the the screen i mean you're close enough but as you start to float away 
Uh, you look out one of the portholes and you see that there's just this massive cruise ship that you're floating away from. And you see that it says the Oasis on the side of it. Oh. And you float off into space. You see it change course. After a few moments, this massive purple portal opens just in space out of nowhere. And the Oasis is gone. Man, I really hope that doesn't have any long-lasting repercussions. <laughs> I'm sure. That was really pretty. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, that was nice. Where the hell are we? <laughs> I'm going to look for a planet or something out the portholes. Yeah. It's really a chance to, like... I mean, the thing about space is it's a whole lot of nothing. So Yeah. Is there no navs on the ship? There's a beacon, and there's a launch button. I'll be in the bathroom if you need me. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. We're in this tin can, and the guy shits like a brontosaurus. <sighs> well, he might be shitting out the rest of that brontosaurus. That is true. Uh, Sal sits there. I mean, there's no one home. He just kind of sits, stares at the wall. Days start to pass. Um, eventually you run out of emergency rations that the escape pod was stocked with. After a couple days of not having any food, you start to lose track of time. You see Sal casts a little spell and you look down and you see that he is eating a little good berry and he's cast Sal, enough. Are you holding out on us? <laughs> he holds out a berry to you. I eat it. And you are sustained. Oh, well, that's nice. Give me another berry, Sarah. <laughs> no, so you're hungry. sustained. All right, you gotta share these with us, Grunel. You big Grunel eats all the berries the first day. Everyone gets a level of exhaustion. Uh, the next day, Sal casts good berry around the same time. Eats a berry and then just keeps staring at the wall. Mr. Goy takes all the berries away before Grundle eats them all and then passes one out to the others, except for Grundle. Well, I'm hungry today. And after the others eat them, he puts the little one for Grundle in his mouth and then chomps on it. You <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I will remember this. I remember yesterday. You know, saying you can't. The days continue every day around the same time. You start to tell time, basically, by when Sal casts Goodberry. The days continue to pass. The days turn to weeks, turn to months. Pretty soon, you start to lose track of time and start to go a little crazy. Billy Boom, Mordecai, Grundle, Mr. Guy, you float in this escape pod eating Goodberries for seven years years. Did I ever tell you about the time we fought that dragon? <laughs> <laughs> no, Grundle. You never told us this story. Oh, go, on. Think, go on. It was like seven years ago now. <laughs> and you think you're seeing things when one of you catches a glimpse of a ship outside. You're sure you're hallucinating, but it gets closer and it gets closer and it looks like a big kind of duct taped together General Knott's ship, and on the side of the ship it says the Hawk in big stencils, and it docks with the escape pod. 